Please rise and join with in the versicles. Alleluia, Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Alleluia. Hear, O my people, and I will testify unto you. O Israel, if you will hearken unto me. text from John chapter 20, where the angels at the tomb are speaking to Mary. Then they said to her, woman, why are you weeping? And she said to them, because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Now when she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, and did not know that it was Jesus. And Jesus said to her, woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? And she, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him, Rabboni, which is to say, Teacher. And Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to my Father. 
But go to my brethren and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, and to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord, and that, she had spoke, that he had spoken these things to her. These are your words, Holy Father, sanctify us by your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Aaron, Laura, David, Anna, Ben, Megan, Jake, Sarah. Thought number two. The population of India is about 1.4 billion people. How many years would it take for each citizen of India to parade past you at a rate of one per second? It would take over 44 years just to see one person, each person for one second. Thought number three, if your name was in that opening list, you probably started listening a little closer. And if it wasn't, you maybe started listening just to see if your name would be mentioned. Thought number four, the estimated current population of the whole world is 7.7 billion people. If each person was given 10 square feet, some kind of social distancing, and stood in one large group, all the people of the world alive today would fit into an area about the size, maybe a little bigger, than the state of Delaware, one of the smallest states in our country. Thought number five, God knows how many hairs are on your head. What ties all these thoughts together is Jesus' one word in our text, Mary. When you hear your name, it grabs your attention. And when you hear your friend's voice, you take notice. And when your friend calls your name, it is doubly powerful as it was here when Jesus simply said, Mary. Of the 1.4 billion people in India, or 7.7 billion around the world, God knows their names, their thoughts, their passwords, every part of their genetic code of their DNA. We can't even imagine how that's possible. But he also cares about them. He died for them. He rose for them. One day we will hear Jesus call our name. He will call us forth from the grave. He can do that because he himself rose from the dead. When Mary heard Jesus call her name, it wasn't just a nice memory. For her, it had to be powerful proof that Jesus was risen from the dead, that he had kept his promise that all her sins and the sins of the whole world were forgiven. At first, we see Mary was weeping, sad because Jesus was dead, even sadder because she thought someone had stolen his body. But the saddest thing would be if she were right. If Jesus were still dead, then there would be no hope for her or for any of us because of our sins. At first, she thought she was talking to the gardener. Sir, if you've carried him away, tell me where you put his body. And then Jesus calls her name. 
What a surprise, what a relief, how overjoyed she must have been. And she also replies with one simple word, Rabboni, which means teacher. She recognizes him as her Lord and Savior who teaches her about God and salvation. She trusts in him, believes in him, and puts all her faith and hope in him with that one word. And he instructs her not to cling to his earthly presence. He reminds her that he has to go to heaven now. That's where her heart should know Jesus. Do not cling to me, he says, for I have not ascended to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. She should know him as the true God who powerfully conquered death and rose from the dead, whose words, it is finished, were really true, and who now again will ascend to be enthroned in heaven. But Jesus assures her that what he has done by being born, living, dying, and rise again as both man and God, he did for her and for all of us. He lived a sinless life to atone for our sinful life. He became our brother so that we too can ascend to the Father. Jesus says, I ascend to my Father and your Father, to my God and to your God. He puts himself in our shoes, so to speak, and he promises to bring us along into the glories of heaven, just as he told the dying thief on the cross, today you will be with me in paradise. Jesus' words to Mary are astounding. He basically says, my father is your father. My God is your God. Jesus' Father is our Father. Jesus' God is our God. And that fills the Christian faith with everlasting validity. All of God's promises are sure and true because of Jesus' words. We belong to God. He made us. He redeemed us. He will raise us to eternity. We truly can pray as he invites us, our Father in heaven. After rising from the dead, Jesus was with his disciples on earth for another 40 days. And then he ascended into heaven and sits now at the right hand of the power of God the Father Almighty. And there he continues to do things for us. He prays and intercedes for us to his Father. There he watches over and rules the whole world, and especially his church, with grace and kindness. There he prepares a place for us to live forever, heavenly dwelling places in the kingdom of his glory. There he is preparing crowns for us to wear, the crown of life. And there he has the book, the book of life, with our names written in it. That one word Jesus said, Mary, probably echoed in her heart and her mind for the rest of her life. Now she is with Jesus face to face in eternal blessedness and happiness. Jesus calls our name as well. Out of the 7.7 billion people on earth, Jesus knows you, cares about you, died for you, is preparing a place for you. Amanda, Daniel, Jessica, John, or whatever your name is. Insert your name because you are baptized into Christ. You belong to him and you call him Rabboni, teacher. And you will be with him in paradise.
Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, forevermore. Amen. Let us rise and pray. Gary Leinig, the husband of Alena Leinig uh, of our education department, and uh, other members of the National Guard, some from our campus, have been deployed to Minneapolis for the next few weeks. Let us pray. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you on behalf of Gary Leinig and all who serve to protect us. And we pray that your gracious hand of protection would rest upon all of them in the days ahead. Bless the efforts of those in all positions of government and law enforcement so that peace may be maintained across our nation. Be with those who stand in harm's way and according to your will, bring them safely home to their loved ones. O blessed Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you that you have placed your name on us at our baptism, have washed away all our sins. We pray that you would keep us in this grace as your dear children, that we might grow in faith and trust in our Savior Jesus Christ, that when he calls our name on the last day, we may rise to eternal blessedness in your glorious kingdom. Send your Holy Spirit to keep us with Jesus Christ in the one true faith, that we may one day see and know him face to face as our Lord and our God, as our Savior and our teacher. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. <laughs> 